What up, yo? Welcome to the Fantasy Knockout Fantasy Football Show with your host, me. That's Mark Shannon. Today is Saturday, September 7th. Sorry, guys. Getting the show out a, week, a day late. I know, I know, but so much information to go over. Today's show is going to be a good one. You can follow the show Twitter and on Facebook at Fantasy Knockout and also on Instagram at Fantasy underscore Knockout. Today, today's show is week one, start and sit. Who are we going to be flexing this week? Not our muscles. Who are we going to be putting on our flex spot? The tough decisions. Do we start a receiver or running back over tight end? I don't know. Anyways, we'll be discussing that today. Did you guys watch that Thursday night game? Oh, man. I was. It's so nice that football's back. But guess what? You know, Thursday night football, the first game of the week, it was just like last year. It just. Boring. I know. It was boring. Such a slow, low scoring game, such a low paced game. But there was a lot of fantasy implications um, from that game. You know, I mean, Tabriski, he didn't look anything special to me. I was surprised at how much Allen Robinson was used. That's that's good news for uh, Robinson owners. But I also wasn't surprised at how much Mike Davis was on the field, especially to start the game, and how Montgomery didn't get as much opportunity as most people would think. Um, it sucked. I, I don't understand how Chicago abandoned the run so quickly in that game when they were only down you know, a, one score. They needed to just keep running the ball. They just kept throwing and throwing and throwing. And, yeah, it was just a very, very ugly game on Chicago's side, especially offensively. You know, Green Bay, they are they didn't put up a lot of points because Chicago does have a really good defense. Adams was held to, like, like, 38 yards or something like that. You know, because he had Kyle Fuller on him all, all game long. Uh, but I'm not worried. I, my expectations for Green Bay was lower than – than normal. Um, I did think I did. I thought Rogers could have had another out. You know what? I really wanted to see Rogers throw in one more touchdown at the end of the game when they got when they recovered the the, the fourth down late. You know, right there on the goal line at the end of the game. But no, they kneeled it. Um, they were gentlemen. They weren't. Uh, they weren't running up the score like college coaches. Uh, but anyways, my expectations for Green Bay. I I like it. I like what I saw. Geronimo Allison wasn't used as much. MVS was used way more. He had a nice, long, deep catch. You know, so I'm excited for Green Bay going forward. It's a new offense, you know, new adjustments. And they did pretty well for for knocking off Chicago come week one. So I want to mention this is the last chance to get in your entries for the signed Michael Thomas jersey. Please head on over to fantasyknockout.com. Click on the giveaway tab to enter. Today is the last day to do it. We're announcing the winner Sunday. Good luck to everybody. And then since you're there on the website, check out the updated rankings. Also, if you have any questions, use the Ask a Question tab. Submit your questions. I'll be happy to answer them on this show. All right, let's get into the news. News with views. All right, to start it off. (laughs) Wide receiver Antonio Brown of the Oakland Raiders. Uh, He got into an altercation a couple days ago with his GM, Mike Mayock. 
the team thought about suspending Antonio Brown, possibly voiding his contract, uh, AB issues and apology to his teammates, and then everything sounds like it's good and everybody's on board and he's going to play week one until he gets a letter from the Raiders stating that he's fined about $215,000 and then a second letter stating that his contract is now voided and he lost all his guaranteed money and he's going to be placed on a week-to-week contract if he wants to play for the Raiders. Then Antonio Brown posts on Instagram that he wants to be released. Guess what? He got his wish. He has been released. He is no longer with the Oakland Raiders. He is available for anyone to deal with. (laughs) Ah, man, it just sucks. I love the guy's talent. I think he needs help. I think he's gotten hit one too many times in the head. He just, he's not right between the ears. So, you know, any of his friends or family, please get him the help he needs because this is not normal behavior. This is not right. Nobody's out to get him. All they want him to do is show up and play football and stop all these antics. It's just, ugh, it's frustrating. Let's move on. Wide receiver Tyreek Hill of the Kansas City Chiefs. He just signed a three-year, $54 million extension. Good for the Chiefs. Um, Hill is an electric receiver, so that's good news for him and Mahomes and that uh, offense going forward. Next, running back Ezekiel Elliott of the Dallas Cowboys. Guess who's back? Back again. He's back. He signed a six-year $90 million extension. They got it done before week one. Like I always thought he would get it figured out. I had a small percentage thought that he might miss week one. Most of the time I thought he was going to come back and sign. That's why I took him in my family league at the seventh overall pick. I love the value that I got there. I'm going to temper my expectations for Elliot this week. Um, I, I still think he's in shape. I still think he's going to play. But again, it's just it's week one. It's the Giants. They're going to go all out against him. So I'm not projecting a massive monster game from Elliott. He will still be fine. I'm still playing him as my RB1 on my team. Okay? Don't misunderstand that. Next, running back Todd Gurley of the Los Angeles Rams. His coach, Sean, Mc, Sean McVay, said he will not be on a snap count. Do you remember McVay also said that come Super Bowl? So temper your expectations with Gurley. I'm still starting him. You know, I drafted him as my number one running back or number two running back. I'm still playing him. Not worried about him. He's just not going to be like Elliot, a monster. Okay. Next, wide receiver Julio Jones of the Atlanta Falcons. So a couple days ago, he said he doesn't know if he'll play against the Vikings week one. Then he also hinted at a possible threat to sit out for maybe like a new contract. Stating like a, he's not feeling well, he's mysterious injury. Well, guess what? All that's gone away because he then signs a three-year, $66 million extension today. Congrats on Julio for getting that done. And guess what? Miraculously, he's healthy and ready to play. Wow, it's funny how that works. Next running back, Melvin Gordon of the Los Angeles Chargers. So there was a, you know, how he was granted to to seek a trade. There was actually a trade offered to the Chargers. They did not take it. 
It was the Philadelphia Eagles. They offered Jordan Howard and swapped mid-round picks in exchange for Gordon. Um, you know, so it, it just baffles me. You know, the Chargers are just, they're done. They're frustrated. They're done with Gordon. They, you know, they want a first-round pick in return for him, but they don't want to pay him like a first-round pick running back. Huh. little interesting. So, if you have Gordon, if you drafted Gordon, this is the plan. Plan on him missing nine weeks. Plan on him not being available till week 10. He could even sit out longer or more and miss all season long. Who knows? Don't expect Gordon to come back. Don't expect a trade to, to happen. You just need to stash him. If you have him, stash him in your IR spot. On your stash him in your IR spot or on your bench. Just hold. He's a hold right now. And then last uh, quarterback Jared Goff of the Los Angeles Rams. He just signed a four-year, $134 million extension. Good for them. Good for him. The Rams show that he's going to be their quarterback of the future. They're going to be pretty good there in in Los Angeles. I'm excited about that passing attack. All right, so we're going to start a new segment. We're going to call it In or Out. We're going to go over and talk about players that I think will play or players that I think will not play. So here we go. In or out? In and out. Running backs. We're going to start it off. Washington. We're going to talk about Adrian Peterson. I'm going to say he's out. They're going to, they're calling him a healthy scratch. Then also Darius Guys. Same team, Darius Guys. He's in. All systems are go for him. All right, let's talk some wideouts. New York Jets, Robbie Anderson. He was questionable with the calf. I'm saying he is in. The Seattle Seahawks. we got two receivers there. David Moore. He's going to be out. They're saying he's going to miss the next two games. He's got an arm injury. Then also DK Metcalf. He was left off the injury port with that knee. So he is in. Uh, Houston Texans, Kiki Kuti. I'm saying he's out. He's got the questionable ankle. He's got the questionable tag. He's got the ankle injury. I don't see him playing. Minnesota Vikings has Stephon Diggs as questionable right now with the hamstring. He popped up early in the in this week with a hamstring thing. Then he practiced, and then now the latest thing is we're not sure. I'm saying he's in. I think he's going to play through it. Uh, Cleveland Browns has Odell Beckham with his hip thing. He's in. He's going to play. And then Tampa Bay's got Mike Evans. They said he didn't practice on Friday because of an illness. Um, I say he's in. So start. go ahead and start those guys. Feel confident in those guys. Quarterbacks, we got Carolina Panthers, Cam Newton with his foot thing. He's in. He's good to go. And then the tight ends, Washington Redskins, Jordan Reed. I'm saying he's going to be out. He's questionable. He's still got that concussion thing going on. So it's hard to play when you got a concussion, and especially you got to pass all the, the protocol and the league stuff. So let's get right into the main event. Main event. All right, to start off, we're going to talk some start-sit players, guys that I think you should, uh, you know, when I say start-sit, I'm not talking about um, the studs. So, you know, we're not talking about Mahomes and Watson and Rodgers and, and, you know, Elliott and Barkley and Kamara and Julio. You're starting all those guys. You're starting all those guys. I'll bring those guys up if there's an injury or, or just a crazy matchup that I think you should – you know, 
not play him or or lower your expectations. What I'm talking about is these mid-level range guys. Guys like, well, let's go right into it, quarterbacks. I'm going to say start Ben Roethlisberger against the Patriots. I think you can, you're going to see a lot of, you're going to see a high-scoring game or a lot of back and forth. They're going to be behind. I think New England's going to be able to score pretty well. It's going to be a good game. I think Roethlisberger's going to be fine. Start Kirk Cousins and start Carson Wentz. Feel confident in those players. They're going to have decent games. Um, you know, guys to sit. Joe Flacco. I don't like him. I think the Broncos are going to run the ball a lot against the Raiders. You know, sit Derek Carr. I don't expect him to be anything special without a without Antonio Brown. Sit Marcus Mariota because, in my opinion, he stinks. Um, running backs. Feel confident. Start Chris Carson. I got him high. I, I like him a lot this week. You know, you drafted him in the mid-rounds, fourth, fifth round or something like that. Start him. He's an RB1 this week. Feel confident in Leonard Fournette. He's going to be a monster too. Marlon Mack, he'll do well against the Chargers. Mark Ingram, start Ingram, start Lindsey, start Duke Johnson. I like all these guys' matchups. They'll do well. Guys that I'm not so high on that you kind of want to not you know, if you don't have anything else, then go ahead and play him. But, you know, Darius Geis, don't love the matchup. I would say sit him. Find a, find a different option. LaShawn McCoy, not ready to see what he can do week one. You know, I want to I wait and see that before I start him in my lineup. Devin Singletary, there's Frank Gore and TJ Yeldon ahead of him. So I'm not playing Singletary this week. Peyton Barber and Ronald Jones, I think that's going to be a High-scoring passing attack game. They got a pretty high over/under on that game. I'm not excited about any of that. I think they're just going to go with the hot hand. Whoever's doing well. I don't want to start any of those guys in my lineups. And if you got a deeper league, feel confident you can start Justice Hill. I think uh, Baltimore is going to run the ball a lot. They're going to see what they have in Hill. And then Philadelphia, Miles Sanders. If you know, again, you have multiple flex spots, put Sanders in there. I think he's got some upside this week. And I think Philly's going to, you know, they came out and said they're going to do a RBBC, running back by committee. But I like Sanders. I think he'll do well enough this week. Receivers, wideouts. Go ahead and start Tyler Lockett, Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones. I think Galladay and Jones are going to do really well there against Arizona. Arizona can't stop anybody. They don't have any DBs or safeties. Uh, Lockett should do fine there in Seattle. Go ahead and start Tyler Boyd. No A.J. Green. Cincinnati's going to be throwing a lot there in Seattle. Feel confident in Boyd. And then D.J. Moore. Go ahead and start him. I like Cam Newton. They're going to be throwing more with uh, being behind from the Rams. And then Josh Gordon. If you got Gordon, go ahead and start him. I think the Patriots will use him. He's got a chance to get 50-plus yards, couple balls. Possibly He's got high upside for a touchdown. Guys that I'm not so high on this week, Dante Moncrief. Not... Excited about Moncrief. I think Juju will feast there. I think um, I almost said Rudolph. It's not Rudolph. Uh, it's uh, McDonald. I think those those are two pass catchers that I feel confident in Pittsburgh. Sit Sammy Watkins. Sit Cortland Sutton. Don't expect much from those guys. Not a fan of Sterling Shepard and the Giants. Um, Adam Humphrey. Sit him. Again, not a fan of Marcus Mariota. Not confident in Robbie Anderson this week as well, so go ahead and sit those guys. If you got deeper leagues, we're going to talk Curtis Samuel of Panthers. I like that matchup. John Brown of the Buffalo Bills. 
Uh, I'm going to take a flyer with him. I think he's the guy that emerges this week in Buffalo. Dante Pettis, the Niners. Again, I said that game, the Tampa Bay-San Francisco game is going to be well. Take a shot on Pettis if you got deeper leagues. And then Tyrell William of the Oakland Raiders because there's no AB. And Carr's going to have to throw it a lot. Um, let's talk some tight ends. So starting Pittsburgh, we got Vance McDonald, Evan Ingram, O.J. Howard, Delaney Walker. Most of these guys were drafted. You're going to feel confident in starting these guys. You know, if you waited later on tight ends, these guys sits. Jordan Reed, Tyler Eifert, Jason Witten, not a fan of these guys this week. You've got a deeper league. You take in a uh, streaming approach. Greg Olson, again, I like that matchup. Mark Andrews, Baltimore, take a flyer on him. Um, go ahead and feel confident in starting those guys if you got no one else. Let's talk starts of the week. These are the guys I'm super confident in. I say they're going to have solid games. I got two from each position. So to start it off, quarterback Jameis Winston of the Tampa Bay Bucks. That Again, that game's got a crazy over-under at 51. It's going to be a shootout. Both teams have no defenses. I think there's going to be a lot of scoring. I'm confident in Winston getting the ball, you know, passing the ball a ton. My other quarterback is Lamar Jackson of the Baltimore Ravens. So the Ravens ran for 140 yards a game last year. Miami doesn't have the offense to compete. To compete, Baltimore's going to run, run, run. Expect a good game from Jackson. I got him starting in one of my leagues. I like Jackson this week. Then my starts at running back. We got Sony Michelle of the New England Patriots. So New England averaged 130 yards a game last year in the you know rushing. Pittsburgh gave up 96 yards a game against the run. It, basically, I think New England's going. I think New England's going to continue what they did in the playoffs, which is just pound the ball with Sony Michelle, run a ton, dump off short passes. I like Michelle a lot this week. Feel confident in him. And then we're going to go with my guy, running back Carrion Johnson of the Detroit Lions. So, again, Arizona has no defense. They're not going to be able to stop Detroit. It's going to be a great-looking game for Carrion. Um, he should be featured a lot. I'm excited to see off uh, Arizona's offense. I think Kyler Murray's going to have a decent game. I think there's going to be a lot of back and forth. So carry on should feast in this game. Wideouts. I'm going to pair him up. We're going to go Chris Godwin of the Tampa Bay Bucks. We're going stack here because I got Jameis Winston as my quarterback start. We're going to go Godwin. I have this feeling that Godwin's going to be, he's going to surpass Mike Evans this year as the wide receiver one on that team. He's going to be used in the slot. He's going to be used all over. Bruce Arians is a smart coach. Jameis, we've already seen in the preseason that Jameis Winston just loved, he just found Godwin all over the field. So feel confident in Godwin this week. And then my next wideout, a little deeper, we're going to go D.D. Westbrook of the Jacksonville Jags. He looks to be Foles' favorite target on the field right now. The game script is going to be in their favor. They're probably going to be playing from behind. So lots of passing. Westbrook, I think it's going to be like the Allen Robinson. He's just going to be the main target for Foles, where you're just going to see a lot of targets going Didi's way. So feel confident in Westbrook and the flex. Then we got two tight ends we're going to talk. One, Darren Waller of the Oakland Raiders. So not a surprise. No more Antonio Brown. Jared Cook, when he was on the Raiders last year, was used heavily by Derek Carr. Carr lies very confident in the short passes. Um, Gruden also said on Hard Knocks that the offense runs through the tight end. So expect Waller to have a solid game. 
And then my last tight end, Jared Cook of the New Orleans Saints. Guess what? Cook is the best tight end on week one for fantasies. He just has the most amazing explosive games week one. And then he fades week two and three and four. And then pops up about week four or five or something like that. But he just usually has monster games week one. Um, you know, I'm looking for a big play out of him. At least a touchdown. I think they'll look for him, you know, towards the red zone. So I'll feel confident and cook this week. All right, that's going to wrap it up for today. So the next show is week two, waiver wire ads. We'll talk about, we'll break down some of the footage. This is from week one. Who did well, who didn't, who surprised us, who we need to pick up and add and stash on our teams right away. So I want to say thank you for listening to the show. Make sure to subscribe. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave a rating and review. It really helps the show out. All right, till next time. Goodbye.